0: Welcome to another encouraging word from Pastor Ron Hammons, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We are so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Today, some victories only come because we are prepared for war. And some battles actually do belong to the Lord, that they can't be won by reason or logic, but they can only be won by the power of His might. If you would look in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, we're going to be reading from the New King James Version this morning. Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to hear what the Holy Spirit told us through the Apostle Paul as to how we can be prepared for the battles that are raging all around us today. In Ephesians chapter 6, the New King James Version, in verse 10, the Bible says, Finally, my brethren. Everybody say, "Finally." finally. You know what does that mean? It means finally. Okay, in case you didn't know what it meant. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might be strong in the lord as i said some battles can only be won by god and some battles can only be won because we are strong in the lord you know you can be strong in a lot of areas of life you can be physically strong you can be mentally strong Do you know there are some people that i won't argue with because they're better arguers than i am it doesn't make them right it just makes them win you know and uh only later do i get home and think about i should have said that and i should have said that you know you can be strong in reason and logic and man's wisdom you can be strong in, in 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 you know in in your information base but there's nothing that will win a battle the battle that the lord is waging like being strong in the lord and in the power of his might now, uh, verse 2, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. Now, listen, that word stand, I, I want you to understand what stand means here. It doesn't mean just stand. It literally means to continue. Safe and sound. Continue to be unharmed in the midst of a difficult situation. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. This word wiles is a Greek word that we get the word method from. If you took the word method and added a bunch of other letters to it and strung it out and said, oh at the end of it, that would... <laughs> That's for all of you who have studied Greek. <laughs> Isn't that funny, Pastor Ken? Yeah. <laughs> you ever try to talk to some, somebody who knows a little Greek in Greek? It just sounds like you're just saying the same thing over and over and over. Um, but if you took this understanding of wiles, it's, it literally means methods. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to continue safe sound, secure, and unharmed against the methods that the devil is known to use. The methods of the devil. What methods do we see in the Word of God and what methods have we experienced in life that the devil continues to use? One of the most important or one of the most powerful methods one of the most powerful wiles of the devil is deception trying to deceive you and get you off of the truth trying some way to trick you the devil wants to deceive he wants to trick that's what he does he does his best to make sure that 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 he confuses you as much as possible about the truth do you know the whole world is confused right now about COVID-19? The whole world is confused about vaccines. Oh Every side thinks they know and every facet has an opinion but the devil has gotten in the middle of this and he has done his very best to confuse everyone. I mean confusing you as to what you do when you you go into a store, what do you do whenever you sit down to eat? I mean it's so confusing. I did not know that COVID-19 had to step back whenever I take a bite of food on an airplane. I was shocked at that I was confused I never realized that that's amazing it's confusing it's and anywhere the Bible says that you find confusion you will find every evil work Confusion is a smokescreen that allows the devil to continue working in the fog of our minds. It's one of his methods. And if he cannot just, now his, his biggest tool is just to out and out lie. I mean, he is a liar and he is the father of lies. He don't mind lying at all. He loves to lie. He's the father of lies. He'd rather lie than tell the truth. And you know what he does? He uses people to do that. He uses people to confuse. He uses people to deceive. He uses people to trick. Well, one day Jesus, in John the 8th ch- the chapter, one day Jesus was in Jerusalem, and he was there in the temple area, and some of the Pharisees, you can read it, the Bible says that they were trying to trick Jesus. Now reckon where that came from. It's the method that the devil uses, trying to trick you, trap you, trip you up. So that you self incriminate, so that you end up saying something that can be taken in a confusing way, and somebody uses it against you so that they can prove something about you that's not the truth. Doesn't that sound like the whole world right now? Doesn't that sound like our political system? Doesn't it sound like our international relationships? My goodness, how many times has Russia or America sent something up into the air and the other one sitting there going, Is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Oh, do I need to push the button? Well, you know, yeah, it's confusing, it's scary, it allows the devil to have his heyday and just sit back and laugh at every one of us. If I was more transparent, I'd tell you my theory on this, but I'm not that transparent. Because no doubt it would confuse some and the devil would get in that confusion and start saying things I didn't say. The wiles of the devil. Listen, this is the Holy Spirit trying to get us prepared for war And one of the things that you want to know when you go to war is who is the enemy and how is the enemy going to approach? I mean, you even do this on the football field. You send out, you know, uh, scouts to watch the other team to see what their plays are like, to see where they're, you know, I mean, uh, uh, pitchers, you know, uh, know, you know. do I want to walk this guy or do I want to throw the low ball or a fastball or a slider or, you know, what, what, you know, why? Because they know what the other person is capable of and is what their strong suits are and where their weak spots are. And that's the same thing we need to know about the devil what is the devil going to try to do to confuse me trick me trap me up well these pharisees wanted to trick jesus they brought a woman to him who had been taken in the act of adultery you know there's so many other things about that story but the real big picture here is that on purpose these pharisees thinking they were doing right thinking they were doing good, thinking they were doing God a favor, employed trickery. They were testing and tempting and wanting to trap Jesus. They were trying to deceive him as to the real motives. They were trying to get some information on him. They were trying to you know, get him to say something that they could kill him over, cancel him over be aware of the methods of the devil you need to be strong in the power of his might so that we can be able to continue unharmed continue safe continue you know to stand why because the holy spirit says in verse 12 we do not wrestle against flesh and blood Boy, now that's a hard one, isn't it? Because there's some people I'd love to have a legitimate right to be angry with. There's some people I kind of would like to have a good talking to every now and then. But in realizing that they're just pawns in the hand of a devil bent on confusing the world, trying to trick the world, we can reach around them and we can target the devil but our first goal is to make sure that that devil and his methods don't stop us don't defeat us for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age <laughs> the darkness Oh. I'm gonna tell you what the Greek word darkness is. Scotus. Isn't that funny? S-K-O-T-O-S. SCOTUS. I just think it's phonetically funny, by the way. The darkness of this world. Um let me explain to you what it means. For We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against, you know, but, but, but against the rulers of the darkness. Now this word darkness literally means, scotus means ignorance of the divine things of God. To be completely ignorant that God has a divine purpose and a divine will and that we as humans have a duty to God. That's what this darkness means. That, that it's ignorance of the divine and our human responsibilities to the divine. Darkness. Darkness. That the light's been turned off. There's no light. Darkness says there's no light and we have no responsibility to the light. Interesting, huh? For we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against, you know, uh, 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 against the darkness of this age of this world of this system there is a darkness in this system this system the system of our world this world system and the prince of this world wants to confuse you and wants to erase your human duties to the divine creator your stewardship responsibilities over one another and this earth are ignorant of the divine and our duties to the divine. The darkness of this world. And spiritual and against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. We wrestle against depraved spirits. Spirits that literally are, 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 are depraved and full of iniquity and malice and uh, that are planning evil against you. Planning evil against our planet. Planning evil against our families. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but there is a spiritual impetus, a spiritual force. There's a spirit behind all of this confusion and all of this evil we see, and that spirit is planning evil against the world and the inhabitants of the earth. That's what we're wrestling against, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places you know uh uh, the purpose and the desire of these spirits that are causing all this confusion it's a spiritual matter oh i know i know we think it's you know we have a lot of theories as to what's going on but let me tell you the bible is very plain and it is just a replay of things that have happened throughout history the devil is doing his best to bring confusion to something that he believes he can use for an evil purpose so that he can plan in some depraved way wickedness and perpetrate you know, hor- horrible things against people because he hates people. But it's a spiritual thing. And there's something we can do about it. God did not just leave us in the place to say the devil hates you and he's trying to kill you. And this is what he's going to do about it. He's going to try to deceive you, trick you, trap you. He's going to use what you say against you. He's going to confuse the issues. And if something dangerous comes up, he's going to try to make sure it's in such a fog that he can ride that dangerous element as far as he can to hurt people and to divide families and to destroy cities and pull down churches and and, and destroy reputations. He's going to do whatever he can. That's his purpose and he is finding people that feel like him he's confusing them like the Pharisees into believing that they're doing good when they're really fighting against Jesus and fighting against what is good Okay. and by the way that happens on both sides of an aisle Let me just restate this in case you've missed any earlier church services. God is not a Democrat and God is not a Republican. Okay? God is God. I'm of the mind that the devil and this world system owns both teams and is just playing them against each one of us. And he really don't care who wins because he's just still going to. It's like, you know, it's like the WWF. They own all the fighters, and let's just get together and let's let them fight, and, you know, we'll choose a winner this year and another winner next year, and we'll, you know, just, chan- and we'll just watch these idiots keep paying their money. Anyway, in case you hadn't, uh, hadn't thought about it, uh, I, I, I apologize, but I think I made you the idiot in that uh, thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. This transparency thing is not working for me. Okay. Pastor calls congregation idiots. Film at 11. Okay, let's let's, let's, let's go in. God didn't leave us right here. That's all right. I'm old enough to retire now. God didn't leave us there with just identifying the problem right at that point he said therefore therefore because this is true therefore there's something you can do about it therefore take up the whole armor of god that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having, all, uh, having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. There are seven things that God gave us to fight this battle in the power and the might of the Lord. The first one, that we must hold on to is truth that's what he said truth you know therefore take the home of god that you may be able to withstand the evil day having all the stand, stand therefore i mean girded your waist with truth number one truth truth <laughs> by the truth and do not sell it the bible says don't sell the truth. Don't, don't get rid of it. Don't compromise the truth. Don't sell it. Don't get rid of it. Truth. Truth. What is truth? Thy word is truth, O oh Lord. You know, Thy word is truth. It's so important that we pursue and hold on to truth. And God, His word is our truth. The devil would love to confuse us and deceive us and make us into something that represents him. Make us into hate. Make us into fear. Make us into frustration. Turn us into a ball of worry. Make us anxious. Make us unforgiving. Make us bitter. Make us judgmental. Make us critical. You no know, make us as i said hate that's what the devil wants to do but the truth of god's word said don't The truth of God's Word, we have to hold on to His truth and realize that there is a spiritual wickedness behind this thing and we have to attack that to make sure that we continue to stand, to make sure that we continue in the days, in these evil days that we are in and all the confusion the devil wants, we have to, number one, be established in truth. Number two, righteousness. That's the second thing that He said righteousness you know don't let darkness confuse the truth number two there is absolutely no substitute for being right with God let me ask you as I ask our first service are you right with God Are you right with God? There's no substitute for being right with God. Holding the truth in righteousness is what makes us able to stand. Holding on to the truth and being right with God. You can have the truth and not be right with God. You can have the truth and and hate your brother and not be right with God. You can have the truth and be in unforgiveness and not be right with God. You can have the truth and be a bitter, angry, nervous, worried person and not be right with God. Having the truth is not all there is to it. Righteousness. The third thing that he said, number three, was peace. You know, being prepared for peace. Have, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Being prepared with peace. Before you go into a situation, you need to make sure you got enough peace to get you through that situation. You know, if you're going to go to your workplace and talk to somebody about something the whole world's confused about, you need to decide beforehand, I'm going to leave here in peace. I'm not, going, I'm, I'm not here to tear things up or divide things or hurt things or, you know, peace. I need the peace of God ruling in my heart and in my mind to undergird my mind. I need peace. And listen, when you can't do something in peace, you may want to just back up and wonder if the devil is not using you to continue confusion, division hurt anger slow down a little bit talk a little nicer you know take a deep breath because peace is a part of my armor and if i don't have the whole armor of god i have some vulnerabilities if i'm not at peace with god being the author and the finisher of everything on planet earth if i'm not at peace that god really does have this and he wants to use me to make it better not make it worse he wants to use me to bring clarity and wipe away the fog instead of add to the confusion he wants to he 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 wants in my life for me to be armed with peace prepared my feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace and and then uh, uh you know above all verse 16 says i need to have faith faith is a shield I used to teach uh, that, that that faith is best used in the way it's designed. Of course, everything is best used in the way it's designed. Faith is a shield. Imagine a shield. Imagine this 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 piece of a metal, you know, or or wood, uh, or armor. Some, you know, uh, this, this large this large. Imagine a shield that's big enough for you to get behind that would that would you know repel, deflect the arrows of the enemy imagine that shield you know it's best used as a shield not as a pair of tweezers it's best used to keep the darts from getting to you instead of trying to pick the darts out it's best used every day because you are in battle as you walk through this world to have a shield, to have a force field around you, to have a shield of faith. That the things that you hear today, you know, don't allow those things. Just go ahead, just, just, just put your shield up before you ever leave. Put your shield up before you get out on the battlefield. So that the things that you hear and the, and, and, and the diagnosis that you get don't end up penetrating you so much that you're trying to use faith in a pair of tweezers to get that back out. That make any sense. Number five, salvation. I'm, I'm, I'm going to change our perspective on, 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 on salvation on this helmet of salvation. Okay? Part of the army. This uh, Greek word for the word salvation here is soterion. And uh, Soterion is a uh terion, actually, uh is, is, um, it, it's 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 different than just salvation, okay? A little different it means a continuing hope to have a continuing hope that everything's going to be okay man when you lose that security in your mind that helmet when you lose the ability to put on a helmet of everything's going to be okay you know when you lose that ability to put on that helmet or if you go out to war or to battle or walk very far in this life without having your mind protected without actually believing and protecting your belief that God has this my continuing hope of salvation my continuing hope that the end of this story is salvation the end of this story is that you know we're not at the end i may be in the battle but the end of the battle is we win I've got to hold on. I've got to guard my mind. I've got to guard my thoughts. Because if I don't, I will not be able to withstand the onslaught of the enemy. I'll not be able to stand firm in the power of his might. I'll be trying to stand in my own reason, my own logic, be vacillating. And if I'm not watchful, I'll get confused. I'll get worried. I'll get anxious. I'll get fearful. I'll get fretful. I'll, I'll end up sounding like and feeling like everybody else that doesn't even know. Jesus we must have a continuing and abiding confidence that salvation complete and utter and total victories of our souls and of this earth is in the hands of God and his plan will succeed The sixth thing that we're told to have in our armor is the Word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit. We won't make it very far without being able to combat the devil's strikes against us if we do not hold fast to the Word of God. And the seventh thing, the seventh piece to the whole armor of God is prayer. Prayer armed with all prayer praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit let me tell you prayer is where we release the power of god prayer is where we move mountains prayer is what changes our minds prayer does not change god prayer changes us Prayer changes the heavenlies. Prayer changes circumstances and situations. Prayer moves mountains. Prayer is designed to change us and other situations to reflect the will of God. Prayer is not designed to change God. Prayer is designed to change us. Prayer. Our wrestle is not against flesh and blood. If it were, that would not say continuing in prayer. It would say continuing in arguments. Oh, come on now, give me that one. Yeah. Continuing in your narrative. Continuing fussing. Continuing with all complaint and murmurings. Continuing in screaming and shouting. No. No. Continuing in prayer. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Praying for all the saints. That they too, the army of God, the soldiers of Christ, the soldiers of the Lord, armed against the Spirit that is behind every evil act perpetrated against us don't be confused we must put on the whole armor of god truth and righteousness and peace and faith and hope and the word of god and prayer let me encourage you with these seven that there are seven days seven days in each week let me encourage you, since there are seven days in each week, that you would take one day each week. Why not even write it on your calendar and work on just one of these? Just one a day, truth, to start praying, Oh God, you know, show me the truth, give me the truth, let me stand in the truth, Lord. God, I want to be right with you. What can I do today, Lord, to be right with you? What can I do to have right standing with you, Lord? What can I do to please you? God, uh, Lord, be the prince of peace in my life today, Lord, in every situation I walk into, Lord. You know, I still pray that the Son of Peace would dwell in every home that I enter. I've been doing that now for, ooh, ooh, 1980, I think. When I enter into a home, the Holy Spirit speaks to me. And I pray that the son of peace would dwell in that home. You know, uh, the, the prince of peace is such a powerful gift that you can leave with others and faith, hope, the word of God. Work on the word of God. Work on having a sword handy. Work on having an answer. First an answer to your own mind, to your own dilemmas, to your own confusions. And then make sure that you work on prayer why not set aside one day this past Wednesday I encourage people to have a life scripture find a life scripture a scripture that just speaks to you about your life something that you believe is God's word to you this coming Wednesday evening we'll be going to the book of Hebrews chapter 10 we're going to continue with with building the basics the foundation the strength of our life in the lord this is what today is about being strong in the lord and the power of his might and not your own today if i could encourage you to do any one thing i would encourage you to work on your armor know your enemy work on your armor The armor of God. You know, when you put on the armor of God, you look like God to your enemies. What he's looking for in your life, what the devil is looking for in your life, is the place that you aren't covered. A place that you don't look like God. And he wants to use that, exploit that for his own benefit. Let me encourage you. Put on the whole armor of God. Why not work on putting it on and making it fit. One a day. You know, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that. I'm going to actually write it on my calendar and I'm going to work on that every day. Amen. Thanks again for joining us for another dynamic message from Pastor Ron Hammons. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to all of our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well...